0: So if you're new to Christian life, maybe you don't know uh, Steve and his ministry, but God's used him in a in a teaching and prophetic ministry for, for many many years, and uh, and so he's kind of part of our family here and part of a big influence about in, in who we are. So uh, I'm just so glad Steve was able to come in a few days early. He's actually working on a book, so he's going to use some of the other days to do that, and he'll be with us this weekend as well, Saturday Sunday. We're going to have a special prophetic service on Sunday night. And I just encourage you, just get in the flow and be a part of it. I mean, we should be a part of it any time the church is gathered together. I mean, that's, that's part of our DNA. That's who we should be in God because we're part mm-hmm. of His family. But especially for the next few services, just be a part of it. Be wide open to what God has says, says to us. And uh, thanks, Steve, for coming. I'll stop Pleasure. talking. There you go. Love you. I love you, too. <laughs> Amen. I feel a pr- very privileged to be a part of you and just I do feel like I'm right among family my attendance is not great, but but uh, I just, I love the body of Christ. I, I just, we're the only entity out there that we're all one. And we're different, that we're all one. And it's just, it's always just good to be with brothers and sisters. That's one thing I don't like about being an evangelist, doing what I do, is that I when I was pastored, I loved to see the same people week after week. And, you missed that. You see the same people, they're just dressed differently, but, but uh, anyway, uh, thank you all for leading the, the worship, and I just, the way that you guys uh, come in on Wednesday night and seek the Lord is, is just pleasing to him. In fact, I've been in the ministry for over a hundred years, and I just, uh, the number one thing I've learned in all these years of ministry is God responds to the level of hunger. Hunger is key hunger, our spiritual hunger, and the greatest threat to hunger is self-satisfaction. Uh, human nature has a tendency to only seek God when it's in trouble. You ever notice that about yourself? At least I'll say this, we pray a lot better when we're in trouble. <laughs> and then number three, everything. We're, these are things I've learned in all my years. Everything we're asking God for, it's already done. Uh, everybody out there has already been forgiven. They just don't know it. God's already paid the price for everything we need. Uh, that's number three. Number four, maturity is not when you stop holding up 7 Maturity is when you, you, you stop trusting your senses and you believe the Holy Spirit. Number five, God doesn't have confidence in you, but he has confidence in the Holy Spirit who's in you. That just puts me at ease, because I think, I may have had a terrible day, but the Holy Spirit in me is still in charge, you know. At least he thinks he is. And uh, uh, the the sixth thing I've learned, there's just six. The sixth thing I've learned is most people, even though they're saved, are eating from the wrong tree. In the Garden of Eden, they ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. When you get saved, it's not enough just to be saved. You have to go back to eating from the tree of life. Many people are still eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil because they're always judging things, judging this to be good, judging that to be bad. When Paul and Silas were in prison, they were eating from the tree of life because they could have called judgment down, they could have complained, but when they were thrown in prison, they sang. That's eating from the tree of life. And then God caused the earthquake. But either, you always have, every day you have to choose am I going to eat from the tree of life or am I going to eat from the tree of the knowledge, good and evil? Anyway, that's not the sermon, but it's really good. Uh, I got a real short, brief thing 2 Kings 13. This is, and I'm just going to make this real brief, but it's so, it's such a clarity to me, this truth. And uh, the truth that's been so strong in me recently is. I guess it came out of... I don't know if any of you heard the government talking about the debt ceiling. If you haven't, you're deaf and dumb. But uh, I don't want to hear any more about it. But when they were talking about the debt ceiling, the Lord started talking to me about the faith ceiling. It needs to be raised. Our faith ceiling is too limited. And we need to ask God for more. In 2 Kings chapter 13, he says, uh, this is when Elisha... Who had been a prophet to Israel and who was their kind of their main guide, their main lifeline. It said that he had become this is 2 Kings 13, verse uh, 14. In fact, Elijah was taken up into heaven. Elisha, who asked for a double portion, was going to die from a sickness. That's not, doesn't work with your theology very good. It says Elisha had become sick with the sick illness of which he would die. Then Joash, the king of Israel, came down to him. And he wept over his face and said, Oh, my father, my father, the chariots of Israel and their horsemen. Elisha said to him, Take a bow and some arrows. So he took himself a bow and some arrows, and he said to the king of Israel, Put your hand on the bow. And so he put his hand on it, and Elisha uh, put his hand on the king's hands, and he said, Open the window, east window, and he opened it. And Elisha said, Shoot, and he shot And he said, the arrow of the Lord's deliverance and the arrow of deliverance from Syria. Now notice these words. For you must strike the Syrians at Apec till you have destroyed them. That's the instruction. There's an emphasis there. You must strike the Syrians. It's funny, now today we're having trouble with Syria. And we're not striking them very good. Uh, And he said, and then he says, take the arrows. So he took them and he said to the king of Israel strike the ground, and so he struck three times and stopped. The man of God was angry with him. Now, the last emotion we hear from the prophet is anger. The prophet's dying. His last emotion is anger. He He says, you should have struck five or six times, then you would have struck Syria until you had destroyed it, but now you will only strike Syria three times. Isn't that amazing? Then Elisha died. They buried him, in the raiding bands invaded the land in the spring of the year. So it was when they were burying a man that suddenly they spied a band of raiders. They put the man in the tomb of Elisha, and when the man was let down and touched the bones of Elisha, he stood up on his feet. <laughs> Elijah, Elisha had asked for a double portion. He had had a double portion of miracles, lacking one. After he was dead, he got the complete double portion. I think that's pretty cool. So... We set the limit. And the emotion of the prophet was mad at his response. His response was, and you know, I've always heard this, you know, you take the arrows and strike the ground, and you picture him with a handful of arrows, and he's striking the ground, and he strikes the ground three times. But I really believe it's more accurate. Other commentaries, some will say this, that he 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 what he was saying was, take a bow, take an arrow and shoot the ground. We don't know how many arrows he had in the quiver, but he said, shoot the ground, strike the ground in other words. So he would already taken one and shot the arrow of the Lord's deliverance through the window, which to me speaks of destiny, it speaks of the, the where you're going, and it speaks of the future. Then he said, now take the arrows and strike the ground. We don't know how many arrows were in that quiver, but he just picked up one, shot it in the ground I guess. Picked up another one, shot it in the ground. Picked up another one, shot it in the ground, and it ends up that he only shot three. Now, how many know the prophet said you should have struck, you should have shot five or six, which is double three, as far as I can tell. So, in other words, his response was so-so. Reminds me of in, uh, Ephraim, which means double portion or double fruit. That when he says in, in uh, Hosea chapter seven verse eight, he said. Ephraim is a cake unturned, half-baked. In other words, his response was only half as good as it should have been. But what it is, let me just put it this way. Whatever you're doing now is setting everything for the future. So in other words, so many times our response is weak. And coming here tonight is such a good example because your, your, your attitude to come on a Wednesday night to pray, you're saying, I'm, looking about, I'm thinking about my future. I think I'm thinking about where I'm going. I want to have more influence on the future. Again, the prophet is angry because he said you should have struck five or six times. Because you only struck three times, your fruit is going to be limited. And again, God saying, you know, taking the the, debt, the faith ceiling, raising that faith ceiling. I've through the years, I've I've had I've had a lot of blessing just praying for people with headaches, and uh, in fact. It is so real to me that I know that anybody I pray with headaches will be healed. I just know they will, and they always are. But lately, I've been saying, God, raise the ceiling. The past six months, I've had all kinds of people healed of deaf ears. I've never had that happen before, but I'm saying, God, I want the ceiling raised. I want to see more. And again, however you're acting right now is how the future is going to happen. If you're lukewarm, if you're you're just blasé, if you're just so-so, God's saying, I don't like your response. You see this dying prophet, he's angry. He's saying, you should have struck five or six times. Now you're only going to have victory three times. And, and see, everything about us being here tonight is saying, God, I'm thinking about the future. The way I'm acting now is determining my future. And there's so many good responses in the, the scripture. Think about, you know, when the angel came to Zacharias and he said, you and your wife are going to have a son. And, and Zacharias you know, his response was, well, how's this going to happen? You know, I'm, I'm old and my wife's old. And it ticked the angel off. I don't like your response. He said, I'm Gabriel. I live in the presence of God. I was sent to bring you these good tidings and I was supposed to have the day off. I think he said something like that. But, but he said, I don't like your response. And because you've responded that way, I'm going to shut your mouth. It's still going to happen, but I, don't, I, I dislike your response so much. I'm going to shut your mouth. It's gonna, you're not going to be able to say a word until this baby comes forth. Because the wrong thing was coming out of his mouth. And the Bible's full of responses. Remember when, at the, the famine in Syria where he says, this time tomorrow, the prophet says, a sea of fine flour is going to be sold for a shekel and two seas of barley sold for a shekel. And there was a guy on whose hand the king was leaning that said, you know, if, this, if, if God made windows in heaven, how could this be? And he, again, he ticks the prophet off and he says, you're going to see it, hog jaws, but you're not going to taste one bite of it. And he was trampled in, the, in that whole story. So in other words, God is always looking for our response. So many times if you get a prophetic word, you say, well, well I don't see how that's going to happen. That's a bad response. You ought to say, you know, if God said it, i believe it. And anything I ever say about the, the word of prophecy, any time the Holy Spirit speaks to us, he thinks he's right. And he has ways of bringing it around. He, God makes a way where there seems to be no way. That's the nature of the God we serve. And all he says, you know, the whole Christian life to me is just learning to agree with the Holy Spirit. Find out what he's saying. If you see God moving on somebody, go stand next to him. Somebody will think you had something to do with it. You know, in other words, just get get around. God, but get excited. And so many times, God is saying, strike the ground, and we strike it, but we don't strike it with enough emphasis. We take the arrows, but we only shoot three. I think there was probably a dozen arrows there. He said, well, at least you could have shot six of them, but you only shot three. Anyway, a lot of truth there. So, let me just wind this up by by uh, making a couple more comments Um, Again, he only shot, they'd only shot one arrow. This man didn't possess the attitude in his present state to truly receive what God wanted to do. I believe the greatest enemy of the church, it's always been complacency. It's always been self-satisfaction. It said in Second Kings 13 there, the same chapter in verse 10, in the 37th year of Joash, king of Judah, uh, Jehoash, the son of Jehoash, Jehoshaphat became king over Israel and Samaria and reigned 16 years. He did evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not depart from all the sins of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, who had made Israel sin, but he walked in them. So in other words, he was, he was a compromiser. Uh, he, he didn't consider that his response to the word was just as important as receiving it in his own situation. Here he had the opportunity to turn his life and kingdom around, and instead of acting in responsive faith, he acted in complacency. He did it without, a, without passion, and it cost him his future. That's some strong stuff. That's why Jesus said, remember when the guy you know, said, just say the word, my servant will be healed, and Jesus said, I've not seen such great faith. He says, love the Lord your God with all your what? heart, Soul, strength, mind. So, so there's all, it seems to me that God is always interested in our response. Again, what we do today honors most. Let me just close with this verse. Hebrews 3 verse 12. He says, Beware, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. How many know... You can be serving God, <clears throat> you can be going to church, you can be reading your Bible, but you're, you're departing from the anointing. You're just living kind of unplugged or unattached, you know. I'm guilty. He says, but exhort one another daily, Hebrews 3.12, while it is called a day lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Well, the deceitfulness of sin isn't always, you know, robbing a bank or committing adultery. Sometimes it's just sliding into unbelief. For we have been partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. While it is said today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. I think Joash should have shot all the the arrows. I want victory so much in the future. I believe in the future so much. I'm going to shoot them all. Hallelujah. That's why the Bible says, Jacob I've loved, but Esau I've hated. Esau was complacent about his birthright. He was hungry, so he said, I'll I'll take a bowl of soup instead. Should have been good, I guess. You know, but that that instant gratification is the thing that we miss it because we want just that instant gratification instead of what's in the long run. Jacob was passionate. He wasn't complacent about the best thing. He wrestled with God all night until the breaking of a new day. Sometimes I think we treat our, treat God like our, like dad who asks us to take out the trash, you know. We do it, but our attitude stinks. And the garbage stinks, too. Anyway, um, Hebrews 2, we must give more earnest to the things we've heard. Ernest he did the things we've heard, lest we drift away. Anyway, I just believe, is it, it sure applies to me, but there's a way... That God just, you know, how many you know, let me put it this way, I think God is worth it. He's worth worshiping. A lot of, lot of times I'll be in churches, I'm in a different church every week, but sometimes just kind of glance around, two-thirds of the people aren't even singing. They're not even singing. I say, is God worth it? I hear some pastors get up, thank you for coming, thank you for coming, oh, thank you for coming, thank you. I say, well, why are you thanking people for coming? You know, after, is it, it just seems a little backwards. I think it's We should be saying, "Thank God, I had the opportunity to come." (laughs) You know, it's just like we're we're babying people so much, we're coddling people so much. Instead of you know, we ought to be saying, "Thank God, I have the privilege of coming into the presence of God after all He did for me." Hallelujah! When I was praying for you guys, it's Marge and John, right? And today's their anniversary that you just said. (laughs) Hallelujah! Isn't that cool? Twenty years. 20 years? 20 years. 20 good years? <laughs> but Man, I just saw, when I was praying over, you. you know, we were praying for one another, and I just saw the, I saw such a stirring, like God's finger, just stirring and stirring, stirring in your lives. And he's renewing you, but I don't know what the future is going on, but I'll tell you one thing. The anointing is going to so increase <clears throat> because I see all these shackles like handcuffs and chains on people and they're falling off. There's something about this new level in your lives, in your ministry. No matter where you are, I'm, sure, I'm certain you're going back, but what, no matter where you are, it's going to happen. Where there's going to, it's going to come in refreshing, but you are going to see results more quickly, and I just see people being brought out of depression, heaviness, woundedness, unworthiness, all these kind of things, and these chains are just falling off, and you're going to feel like you're doing less, but more is going to happen. You watch. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Um, tonight, uh, Oh, my man I'm just burning up inside when I say that I just feel this just results big time praise God and uh, there's someone that has an issue with your skin it seems like it's really flared up lately but I know the Lord is just healing you and it'll start drying up um, I don't want to see it or anything but uh, it's like uh, but it's like it's just It's just kind of like, lately, it's just kind of like broken out more or something. But anyway, it's just going to dissolve. It's just going to dissolve. So that's what the Lord spoke to me during worship. I also feel like we're supposed to pray with somebody. You are so extremely concerned about your son. And I'm not sure who this is. It could be several people, but the one I know, your son is born in October. But you've been in just constant prayer for him, Uh, just concern, extreme concern. That's the way the Holy Spirit has given it to me. But anyway, you're going to see a major turnaround. But I'm just curious, whose son is that? And it seems like he's born in October. Now, it could be, again, there could be several. But does that that ring a bell about the October one? Does, Does that ring a bell with anyone? He's born in October. Okay, does that is that been a prayer thing with you lately? So some concern. So we'll just agree with you and <clears throat> and anyone else. Uh, just if you have a concern about your son, why don't you just raise your hand? God, we just thank you. We God, we just break. We just break the spirit of rebellion. We re, we re, we re break the spirit of spiritual blindness. God, we just declare that any kind of hindering spirit that is blinded or choked or confused, these sons, we just declare that tonight is a major turnaround. Tonight, O oh God, is a major turnaround. And Lord, we just declare for this October son, what's his name? Alex. Alex. Lord, we just declare for Alex that there's, there's going to be a quick turn and a fresh hunger and, and a ravenous appetite injected into him. And God, that He will refuse lies. You know, I, I just see Him kind of influenced so easily, weak-willed, influenced so easily. And God, I just see God growing in Him in strength. And He's going to make good some good choices. And He's going to get an intolerance for evil and an intolerance for compromise. Glory to God! Glory to God! And you too, God is refreshing you, and the future is bright. And you're going to go from strength to strength. And you're, I'll tell you one thing, the decade ahead is going to be far greater than the decade you've just gone through. So thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Holy Spirit. It's real interesting as I'm praying. I trust what I see, but it, for both of you, I see like these scales. They're just like God's finger and he's just peeling them off. You're going to see stuff. I want to tell you, God's going to really do some things through you. And for you, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. I feel there's some girl here that you've just—it's like recently, not maybe one of your your daughters or something—but recently had a miscarriage, and it's like uh, it's just been a real disappointment. And uh, I just feel there's gonna be good news following this. Does that ring a bell with somebody? Like. One of your children, or whoever. Yes or no? Just, I trust the Holy Spirit when he when he gives these things. So I say recent; it could be a while back, but anyway, I, I just feel there's good news coming there. So, hallelujah. Man, I, feel, I just feel that so strongly. Someone, someone that's had a miscarriage. Hmm. I think it's a woman. <laughs> okay. But, uh hmm. I, can't, I just can't let go of it. I just feel it. That, 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 that There's going to become a, uh, some good news on the end of this. So. I think the good news means a a baby coming thank you Lord okay well let's just uh, let's just move on I, I feel like I'm supposed to lay hands on six people that have it's it has to do with headache related things it may not just necessarily be migraines it may be dizziness it may be but and it may all be headaches I don't know but I feel like there's six of you that I'm supposed to lay hands on you're one of them okay just jump up here who else Yeah, let's just do it real quickly. And um, if I'm wrong, I don't care. I really don't. But I just some of these things come pretty clear. You have them every day. You have these every day. pain in my chest. I just. Yeah. Okay. Every day. Pretty close. Pretty close. Pretty much every day. Well, you know, it's just—it's just from God. Now, I'm—I'm I'm pretty sure I'm hearing six. Is—are you sure there's not three more? Now, sometimes you can say I—not real headaches, but I get real severe sinus things or something, or you have a brain tumor. I don't know. I don't—I don't know. I just don't want to miss it. You the one? I do sinus. You have a lot of the sinus thing. Okay, let's just pray with you. <coughs> okay. Just, yeah major sinus issues. I want to tell you, it, it, it never, you know, what's the worst gonna happen? Worst gonna happen is nothing, and nothing's happening in most churches anyway. So, so let's, just, let's just let God move. See what I'm saying about the strike the ground? We just gotta get more aggressive. We gotta get more aggressive. We have to get more emphatic. I'm not here just to go to church. We're not here just to put in time. Are your sinuses or? Just, no, it's just a time when I wake up. I wake day. up, this? okay. Man, when you said this <laughs> like this, I felt this water go across my legs, but Lord, we just thank you for John. Lord, we thank you for just, just whatever this is going on here. We just thank you for complete healing. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, that this will not be a, any kind of thing going on that he'll just but he'll have perfect health for years to come. Thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. we thank you, Lord. God's God's getting ready to reward you both. And it's not just in a spiritual sense. It's going to be financially as well. So thank you, Lord. And your name is? Marilyn. Lord, we thank you for healing. Marilyn, oh God, we just thank you that these headaches never return. Everybody agree, Lord God, that these things never, ever, ever, ever return. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Not another day of her life with these, oh God. Oh, thank you. In Jesus' name, you've had a rough year, but I want to tell you what I see. I see you making progress. I see, I see you making greater strides, and like a lot of things, um, are behind you. And the the enemy's not going to be able to to access you and throw you off because it's like there's a callus. It's like a strength has been built in you, and a lot of what you've been through has not been easy, but. God's been with you, and he strengthened you, hallelujah, and I want to tell you, there's just a victory where the enemy can't lie to you, can't torture you, can't torment you, can't harass you, you're, you're just free, and I just hear this, get ready for good news, praise God, amen, and your name is, Lord, we just thank you for this pain that Jenny is delivered from tonight, we just thank you for that amazing Manifestation of your presence, God, in her life, oh God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just see that scripture where uh, Luke 10, he says, you're going to stomp on scorpions and serpents over all the power of the enemy. There's new victories on your horizon. Praise God. New victories. Hallelujah. In your name, every day you have these things, you said. Lord, we just agree. Everybody agree? We just agree that Teresa is free. She just free from headaches yes. of any form, of any kind. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, God, we believe your word, and we believe it's true. You're, on a, you're really on a right track, and you're just, it's just like, I just feel God is so pleased with some, just the direction you're going. How many children do you have? And two grandchildren. You know what I see about your children? I just see a light on. There's a light on. It's going to stay on, too. <laughs> we just agree. In any kind of sinus or any kind of thing going on, we just declare in Jesus' name freedom, 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 freedom. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. I see you dialoguing with people, but I also see you dialoguing with God. And I just feel. You're just to be like that sponge and just soak it all in. Just whatever God is saying, speaking, just just, just soak it in. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. You're, you're accomplishing more than you realize, and you're going to accomplish even more. Uh, and I just feel there's an innocence there that you're hearing the Lord, and you're going to get more confidence in how you're hearing him and knowing praise God this is about your sinuses you said yes. first name Sherry. Sherry Lord we just bless Sherry we just bless her that she's never gonna have to have this history of this again That Lord you're he- healing her tonight you're blessing her and just she's lifted above you know people have thrown a lot of mud at you uh, that, that but I just see you always take that high road you always take the high road and God sees it. And God sees the way people have tried to damage your reputation and and damage you in, in, uh, in different ways. But the Lord sees that you've leaned on him and you've let him be your defense. And I'll tell you one thing. God, like a big brother, stands with you. And he sees everything, believe me. And I just see that trust because... Um, Even this next year, you're going to reach some goals. You're going to to achieve some goals by the grace of God that are just off the chart. That's what I see. Praise God. Thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God. So praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Um, I just felt like we're supposed to pray for one person that has a lot of... uh, You've been tested lately in your heart and lung, in that chest area. I don't know, but it's like you've been. seems like the doctors tested you a lot in that heart and lung area. I'm not sure if it's heart or the lungs or. Whatever, but yeah, yeah. We prayed that about that. We can pray again. Let this time. Let's thank God. He's already, Hallelujah. Just that a lot of chest pain. Everybody it just stretch your hand to God. We just agree that this pain goes, this chest pain, this heart pain, this lung, whatever it is. We just declare that this thing lets up. And Lord, let healing flow perfectly in Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. I know God's heard because he spoke it, uh, <clears throat> you know, during the, uh, during the worship and you're going to fear nothing uh, your first name is Chastity Chastity, Chastity you're gonna fear nothing um, mm-hmm. here's what I feel if you keep your focus on the Lord God is gonna do things for you he's gonna to go to bat in your behalf he's gonna he's gonna take up the slack <clears throat> and as you stay focused as you stay in pursuit, God is committed to making everything in your life make sense. And there's been so much rubble, there's been so much like hard ground, but according to your hunger, according to your focus, God is going to fulfill you and fulfill your dreams. So you just walk after him. Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I just want to just I just said anointing hits me but you've been through a rough season. What's your name? Maida. 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 Lord, we just thank you for Maida. I just feel like your wilderness season is over. It's I can see like God brushing you off like you've been you've had to walk through a lot of dirt but God just brushing you off and conditioning you for victory and you're not to look back at anything you're not to look in that rear view mirror you are to say God I trust you for what you have in store for me what's ahead for me and you're just I just feel you're to just smile at the future and say God I know the best is before me praise God you're gonna you're gonna just begin to feel this new strength you're going to even feel intoxicated, a little loopy because of the anointing, because of the presence of God. Thank you, Jesus. And I hear you saying, if God be for me, who can be against me? Praise God. You look good. You look, you, you look really good. So. Wow. Good. Good to see you. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we give you glory for what you are doing in our brother, what you've done, what you've accomplished. Lord we thank you that the devil is under his feet and God that we just know there's more good news coming we thank you Lord more good news coming thank you Jesus thank you Jesus you know I just feel that about where he says the first Timothy 612 fought the good fight praise God Hmm. yeah Lord we just pray for these kidneys to work we just pray for them to work perfectly We just ask you for your resurrection power. We thank you, Lord, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. We command these kidneys to operate. We just command the doctors to be in shock. What you do, oh God, hallelujah. I see my brother over here, I just see things. Your first name is? Yeah. I just see so many things getting settled. You've been through a lot of doo-doo, but, but I, just see, I just see things being settled and I, like a new resolve and an abandonment to God. And, Bill, I just see you just in like a childlike trust saying, I know God is with me. I know God is the God who promises to order my steps. And he will guide you and he will lead you into all truth. You know that old saying, somebody gives you a lemon, turn it into lemonade, and that's what you've had to do. But I just feel the Lord himself is gonna counsel you daily, and you're to just listen. And he's gonna make every day meaningful. He's gonna make every day make sense, and every day be fruitful and productive. And it's just like that new, brand new childlike trust. God, you're in charge of my life, You're at the. You're in the driver's seat. You know what you're doing. I want. I guarantee you, Bill. Every day, you're going to say, "God, it's like God's new to me all over again." Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, the Holy Spirit is amazing, and I just want to commend y'all for coming like on these. How long has this been going on? About a year now or something? year and a half. I just think it's so cool. My brother over here, come down here a second, would you? Let me just pray with you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Your name is... Lord, we thank you for Ed tonight. We just bless him. We bless him with new strength. And you know what I hear the Lord saying? And new strategies. <laughs> when I said strength, I just hear the Lord say, and new strategies. Lord, give your strategies to Ed. And there's a forthrightness in you and a uh, a genuine, genuine, genuine love for God. And I just feel, God, there's just going to be an intensity of his presence in your life and a, like this, Like this fresh, what God is directing me. God is guiding me. God is showing me. Psalm 32, verse 8, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I see you praying, Ed, God, I want more bang for my buck. Hallelujah. And he's going to give it to you. There's a pure heart here. There's a pure heart here. And, and just just keep telling the Lord, I want all you have. Amen, amen. You know, this word tonight about striking the ground, we've got to pick up more arrows. <laughs> we really do, because what we're doing now determines our future. Mark, is it Mark? Yeah, come up here a second. I just... I, keep, I feel like the Lord keeps drawing me, to me. It's starting to irritate me. So uh, let me just, uh, Lord, we thank you for Mark and his family. We just, we just bless him tonight. And Lord, I just thank you for whatever you're why, you're, why you're so on him tonight. But God, I just thank you for the increase of your anointing, of your presence Lord, I thank you for Mark's future, that you're thinking bigger than he is, oh God. And Lord, I thank you. You know, there's no... It's just like there's no guile here. I just feel that, and I just feel this. Lord, I'm yours, I'm open. Lord, we thank you for this family. We thank you, Lord, for this family. How the future's bigger and brighter than you even think. Lord, we thank you. Lord, whatever Martin needs tonight, we just apply that anointing. We just bless him with just the freshness of what you're doing. I don't, I, that's all I get, Martin, but I just, all night I just keep feeling this compassion for you. I can't, I just can't explain it. But Lord, I just thank you that your hand is so mightily unmarked. And and all I see is the future is bigger and brighter than you can imagine. So thank you, Lord. Just refresh him, refresh the family, refresh Jody. God, refresh all those kids, and we thank you, Lord. I just feel like this whole family is going to be just a tool in God's hands. All of them are just... Tool, different types of tool, but just different tools, going to give the devil a major headache. That's what I. Said. Is there five? Five? Kids? Uh, yeah. five? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pardon? Today's is. B- uh, that's to do that could be. A lot of times the Lord will do that. The Lord wants to. The Lord wants to talk to you about the coming year. That's what he's what he's after. So. That makes me not understand why the Lord kept drawing me. He wanted to give him a birthday present. So praise God. <laughs> Now these five kids, do you like them all uh, today? Them. Yeah. today. <laughs> well, thank you, Lord. I just, I've, I just, my spirit is just something jumping up and down because I'm thinking about the future and about the way God is planning and strategizing for your future. So, thank God. Bless you. Happy birthday. Hallelujah. I remember when I turned 25. <coughs> Thank you, Jesus. Well, God's amazing, and let me pray for this couple here, and then I'll turn it back over. Yeah, you guys, you good friends? Are you more than friends? More than friends. How long? You married? You married for how long? You're just friends. You're not married. Just dating, but more friends. Whatever. I need to shut up. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> your name is Chris. Chris and Sarah. Well, Lord, tonight I thank you for Chris. I bless his life. I bless his future. I bless... You know what I see you, Chris. I see you taking a stand. You've, you've taken a stand for the truth. And you've had to stand against friends. You've had to stand... You know, we're relatives. In other words, it's not always been popular. But God loves the stand in you. And uh, God's going to... Not everything has your name on it. But God is going to soak place you and tweak you and put you in the right places with the right people and the right things and it's just like I feel the lord just saying he's promising you as you follow him that he will keep you from detours and distractions he'll make sure that you're at the right place at the right time <clears throat> but god loves the stand in you that you're not you're you're, you're saying i'm not going to compromise And you recognize this is not a popularity contest. So thank you, Lord, for Chris. Thank you, Jesus, for him. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank you for the fruit his life is going to bear in you. Much fruit. Boy, do I see that. Much fruit. Praise God. First name again? Sarah. Sarah. Lord, we thank you tonight for Sarah. We bless her, oh God. Lord, we thank you for just moving her forward in you. You know, I really see Sarah where God's put a real hunger in your heart, just like an appetite for him, not for Chris but for god and and just this 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 desire that God's put in you to serve him, to know him, to follow him, and I just see you thinking bigger than you know again, same kind of thing, it's not about. Friends, and it's not about relatives, but it's about God. Where God says, they said to Jesus, your mom and your brothers are out there. He said, who is my mother? Who is my brother? Those that do the will of God. God's put a pure hunger in your heart for him. and I just say, follow him, follow him, follow him. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Um, Before Pastor Daryl comes and dismisses us, don't you appreciate the Lord? He's so good. I I feel like there's about three people with a lot of back pain, a lot of back pain, and I feel like if you'll just stand, I feel like God's just saying, I'll heal you tonight. So if there's more than three, we just, we don't care. We just say, God, do it. So we just pray. One, two, three, four. Lord, we thank you for healing back pain. We just agree. God that you're just saying it tonight you're just declaring it it's your will that these backs are healed and we just thank you Lord to just do it and let every one of them have a testimony of what you've done thank you Jesus would you just say it with me God I choose to strike the ground to shoot those arrows and to be more aggressive Concerning my future. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah.